Today, we've got a first for the show. We've got a guest from Walmart itself who's going to talk about how to get set up on the platform, how to get organic ranking, how to take advantage of the delivery network, and a special announcement you don't want to miss about our Sell and Scale Summit. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. If you guys would like to network with other Walmart sellers, make sure to join our brand new Facebook group called Helium 10 Winning with Walmart. You can actually just search for that on, on Facebook or you can actually go to h10.me forward slash Walmart group and you can go directly to that page. So make sure to join. You can tag me and carry with questions and ask questions of other Walmart sellers or even share your own experiences in that Facebook group. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I am your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show that's a completely BS-free, unscripted, and unrehearsed organic conversation about serious strategies for serious sellers of anybody in the e-commerce world. And we've got a special guest today for the first time ever on this show. Somebody from Walmart is here uh, with us. He's going to talk all things Walmart. Matt, how's it going? It's going well, man. Thanks for having us on. Us meeting, you know, big W and uh, the big W. <laughs> like if I was like West Side over here, like oh, I'm a '90s sure. kid, so I'm remembering sure. those things. I, the the big W means a little something different in this case. But anyways, I I know like literally nothing about you other than your name here, and that's only because it actually says so on this little screen that I have here. Um, I hope hope it's okay to call you Matt. Or Matthew, do you go by? You can call me whatever you want as long as you call me. That's what I tell people. There we go. I love it. I love it. All right. So, Matt, um, I mean, I, I in another life, you know, used to go to Bentonville to a Walmart headquarters because I worked for like a, a food production uh, company and we like presented things. Is that where you're based or where are you based? That's super cool. We should talk about that. It's changed a lot in, in recent years. Uh, no, I'm actually um, on on the coast. I'm, I'm on the East Coast, uh, just outside of Manhattan. Our... Um, one of our e-commerce offices is in Hoboken. Um, our other one is in San Bruno in the SFO area. Um, so yeah, but definitely get to Arkansas quite a bit. Um, okay. E-com, you know, structures a bit of a vestige from, you know, the jet acquisition. So um, if you visit us in Hoboken, you might see the odd uh, purple reference or, you know, lowercase purple J. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Remember, the old jet.com for the you old timers out there. Origins. Yeah, so yeah, that's where you can find me. Okay. And, and like, how, how did you get to Walmart? Like, what's your background? Did you, did you, uh, you know, study e-commerce or what was your, did, what did, did you anybody? study in school? <laughs> That's what I you say? I said, did anybody? I often wonder that. <laughs> Pretty um, much no. I, I'm old enough that I came in through a different door, let's say. Um, you know, my studies are not related. They're in environmental management and more minors than we have, you know, time to talk mm -hmm, about. Mm -hmm. I actually moved to New York, uh, you know, with aims of being a musician, songer, you know, songwriter, composer, et cetera. And you can, you can tell how successful that was by just you know trying to find me on Spotify or SoundCloud. <laughs> but no, it was, cool. I just kind of tripped into advertising on the agency side um, many years ago, and was lucky enough to work for a boutique shop, which at the time was you know focusing on what we what we called at that time the emerged markets or the emerging markets of African American, you know Latinx, which we called Hispanic back then, and you know LGBTQ plus, which we called GNL back then. So. 
that might give you a little bit of a barometer of how long they've been in the game. But it was cool because um, we were working directly with large companies like Target Stores, HBO, mm-hmm. Mercedes-Benz on, you know, full service comms and marketing strategies to reach, you know, niche communities. And so I got into the sales door uh, through business development, you know, pitching agency services and then kind of parlayed that into actual advertising sales jobs and got started in magazines and uh, worked my way up there. And, you know, companies like some of which are no longer around, Rodale, for example, I worked at Men's Health and Best Life. Um, and then eventually, you know, really got focused on digital in publisher.com extensions, places like wired.com and Best Company, et cetera, and then into Pure Plays, then apps. And then my door into Walmart came through the media group and was really privileged to be on that launch team um, that was building the in-house media services, which we now know as Walmart Connect. So got to get my crash course in Walmart um, uh, company and and WMC, as we now call it there. Um, and then about a year ago, had the opportunity to parlay that into uh, business development for Walmart Marketplace, right? And so um, we've all seen from you know, recent earnings reports um, what you know, a huge part of the growth engine for Walmart e-commerce is and where Marketplace sits in that. We'll talk a lot about it, I assume. Um, but to mm-hmm. me, that was just like, you know, got to be a part of that. And so it's still sales in a way, but a little more consultative, I'll, I'll say. And um, we still get to work, you know, pretty closely with Connect as well. So that's where I came from. That's what I'm doing. I hope I still cool. qualify to finish the podcast with you. Let's do it. Yeah, no, uh, this is interesting stuff. Like maybe you're not a musician anymore, but you're singing the tunes of Walmart uh, these days in, in your own in your own way. Now, now you help. mentioned something there, Walmart Marketplace. Now, a lot of people now know about Walmart and things, but correct me if I'm wrong. I'm kind of new to, to, to this, but before was like, wasn't like the, the third party marketplace kind of like separate from like the regular walmart.com, um, you know, and now they're together or am I making sense here? Is something like that happened in the last yeah, year or so? You know, a lot's happened in a very short time. Uh, when I joined three years ago, um, our Omni org was, was sort of distinct and we had an e-commerce department and we had, you know, the stores department and they, they were on sort of you know, separate PLs and and they you know were pretty pretty separate entities and I think what's cool is um, you know many many months ago I think maybe um, this was pre-COVID uh, <laughs> our fact checkers will 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 not like that I don't know the exact date but um, we merged the the org and I think you know the rationale there which was very publicized was we can just do so much more for the customer if we bring these two worlds together so mm-hmm. you know that happened let's say a couple of years ago and then within that. Um, Marketplace being third party, there's just became an opportunity for us to work really closely with the Omni team on just how do you do better for the customer? You know, how do you get more and of the right and better products to help customers live better lives um, and kind of remove channel planning, right? And like 1P owned inventory versus 3P relationship. You know, if you can take that off the table as an objection, you can just move so much more quickly. So I'd say, you know, we're we're still building out that model, right? Of how, how, and I think I'll, I'll quote one of our, our um, VP merchants um, who said, uh, this was also a couple of years ago, you know, there's no playbook for the world's largest retailer going Omni, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bringing these worlds together. And so, you know, it, it's thrilling. Um, and yeah, to your question directly, uh, we are working more and more in just terms of an agnostic kind of channel planning discussion, you know, channel planning approach as to what makes the most sense for the seller um, and for the customer, right? And yeah. whether that's 3P or 1P, and we can talk about the mechanics of that. But ultimately, it's just about, you know, fulfilling on the customer promise with speed and just, you know, raising the bar on that over and over and over. Well, as far as sellers go, you know, you mentioned 1P, you mentioned 3P, you know, hey, there's 
There's people who are established brands, uh, be it on Shopify, be it on Amazon, be it in brick and mortar. There, there's emerging sellers. There's brand new sellers who have never sold anything. From Walmart's standpoint, do you have a preference uh, as far as, hey, which group you're looking to really get on the platform? Um, does one group have an advantage o over another? How does that work? Yeah, that's super interesting. I mean, I think it helps to start from just our overall Oh, excuse me, overall philosophy on marketplace, which is this has to be a way to greatly accelerate our our delivery uh, you know, of that. I keep referring to the customer promise. But if you think about, you know, customer promise started in brick and mortar retailers, and then with the advent of e-commerce, you were able to get more, right, and faster into more customers. And now with marketplace, you know, what that has to be is just a way to really drive the e-commerce flywheel and get even more right to the customer, more of what they want um, faster and faster and faster and in a way that, you know, just gets them access to things they need. So, you know, we we approach marketplace maybe differently than some other retailers and, and some other platforms in that it's an open marketplace. Right. Mm -hmm. And with the scale of Walmart, you know, what that will ensure is that we can be broadly available to the largest quantity of sellers who essentially have a right to be, you know, selling to our customers. And so that, that's where we sort of, when you remove, you know, that, that wall of Walmart needing to dictate offer and product and selection and everything that's going to show up to the customer, like get that out of like the, the Walmart conference room, right. And actually allow, you know, sellers to come to us and bring that to the customer. It's just that sort of democratic and agnostic approach is what is going to help us scale. And, Scale is what we need to drive density, right? And actually, you know, really, really power the flywheel. And so I'll say within that, we take the customer promise extremely seriously. And we have to make sure that we deliver on customer promise, whether it's a one-piece supplier that's doing, you know, billions of dollars of sales with Walmart as a, a legacy partner, you know, or a new maybe five or six item, you know, entrepreneur operating out of their home on the marketplace. Um, there's effectively no difference in terms of what we expect from sellers. Yeah. Um, and so questions of compliance, legal compliance, trust and safety, um, you know, minimum guarantees of sort of shipping quality, offer quality, et cetera. I mean, these are all things that, you know, help us make sure that the best actors are getting the best offers you know, to the customer, but we're not tilting the table in favor of one supplier or another. You know, we're not, we're not an invite only marketplace. Um, I think, you know, to move with speed, um, you got to basically assume that the customer is going to probably get there before you do in terms of signaling what they want and they're going to be looking for it. And so how can we operationalize ourselves to be responsive to that demand, but in a responsible way that makes sure we, we make it an open, but a safe and a fair marketplace. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. But a follow-up question on that is, you know, it's definitely understandable that, hey, you know, if you get on the platform, you got to play by the rules and, and you want to, you know, focus uh, on giving everybody kind of a uniform experience. That being said, you know, I remember like I, I haven't applied to selling Walmart in a while, but the, when I uh, applied, I remember there was like a kind of like a, a field that had said something like, hey, you know, show us your your off your, your current presence, you know, be it in, in brick and mortar or be it on another website. So like, are you guys maybe taking a look at that, whatever they put in and, and do you have like some kind of like maybe minimum qualifications? Like, Hey, they have zero presence in brick and mortar or nor, you know, online marketplaces. I'm not sure we want them on Walmart yet until they have it established. Or do you have like some kind of minimums that you guys put into, into place? Uh, no minimums per se. I mean, you know, the, the basic requirements would be, you know, basic stuff like name, address, you know, U U.S. tax ID, 
W9, W8, EIN, et cetera. You know, we've got payment requirements. Um, currently, Payoneer and HyperWallet, you know, are our requirements. One of those two. There's basic requirements for, you know, your shipping information, your pricing model, just confirming you're able to ship. Um, if you're not, we have a solution in place, you know, for that called Walmart Fulfillment Services, which I think we may talk about a bit later. Um, you know, you have to stipulate to your product guidelines and and things like that. But in terms of like a size of business, no, there's there's no requirement. I mean, um, we do in, in the application process currently, you know, ask for, um, and some of these are required fields, some of them are, are um you know, elective fields. But the more we know about your assortment, the better we can kind of route you um, to the proper teams who would support your onboarding right on the platform. And so if you're a seller bringing thousands of items um, in a certain that's dominant in, let's say, consumables or maybe even mm-hmm. in beauty, you know, we want to know that because we want to we want to get in touch and put you in touch with those support teams that can help, you know, ramp you pretty quickly. But on the other side of that, you know, if you're an upstart selling, you know, three or four SKUs, um, maybe you're not able to direct ship, but you you think WFS would be right for you. You know, we also have tools available, you know, to you there in terms of self-help and automated best practices, things like that. So essentially, like I would not discourage anybody from from signing up because um, you know, your your no business starts at, you know, billions. And so yeah. in the same way we want to be democratic on who can get to the platform. Um, the the business size and the type of business you're doing, as long as you're a good actor, um, we, we have a solution for you. I think um, we just ask questions to kind of help you help us help you. If that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Now, you know, one of the most common questions I get, you know, and this is because, you know, Helium, at Helium 10, we have tens of thousands, if not more, of uh, customers and partners who are based overseas. But like, for example, selling selling on, on U.S.-based marketplaces. Sure. So, so the most common question I would get from that cohort would be, hey, you know, I'm based in Australia. I'm based in Germany. You know, what is needed or can I even apply to sell on Walmart USA? Yeah, for sure. International is a huge area of our expansion. Um, Currently, the Walmart marketplace, Walmart US marketplace is open to sellers domestically, obviously. Uh, We also have um, China as an open market and we've opened up India this year. Um, So that's been true. Um, China was a a large cohort last year. we have also opened up a couple of new ones this year, including um, Canada, the UK, and Mexico. And we're greatly expanding the number of markets this year as well. And I can't, I can't specify, but uh, we have, you know, literally dozens of them um, we expect to add this year. And I think what's interesting is, you know, that works both ways in terms of like sellers based in those markets being able to access our U.S. Mm-hmm. right customer base, but also U.S. based sellers who want to reach the Walmart customer base in country, right? So for Mexican-based uh, sellers, Mexico-based sellers right now, they can take advantage of both sides of that coin, right? Okay. Um, and so that that's it's really cool to see that we're working both sides of that. I mean, obviously our presence in international markets outside of the U.S. varies, but um, I think that's that's two parts of the international expansion question. Make sense? Yeah. So so then what what about like let's just say I'm not I'm not Mexico. I'm, I'm in Germany. And I want to sell in Walmart USA. Like, do I need a like a business entity in the USA in order to apply, or I'm just uh, I'm going to use uh, we have an actually evangelist who's named uh, Marcus Mokros. He he's he's from from Germany. So so can I apply to sell in Walmart USA? I'm based in Germany, and my name is Marcus Mokros. Or do I need to actually you know set up a company first? Yeah, if you have a U.S. entity like a U.S. HQ mm-hmm. that meets those same guidelines um, in terms of you know tax ID, W nine, W eight, etc., 
then absolutely. I mean, it, okay. it, it just becomes a question of, you know, essentially, you know, um, the logistics and legal and billing, you know, in terms of where, where the entity is based. But that shouldn't be a problem. Okay. Um, and then, you know, we, we've talked about, you know, Americans want to sell here, uh, foreigners, foreign companies, regardless of where I'm at, w what's your elevator pitch on why, hey, this is a good time to get to, to start selling on the Walmart platform? Yeah, I think, again, zooming out is what helps there. Um, we all know some of the largest you know, players in the space in terms of who's been doing it really well for a long time on 3P platforms and who's doing it at scale. Um, one of the things we're discovering from conversations with our sellers in the marketplace, market generally, right, is that, look, business is plateauing um, and sellers of all sizes are increasingly looking for different and you know additional and larger opportunities to, to basically expand. I mean, I had an old boss that said trees don't grow to the sky. <laughs> and so I think um, in terms of like moment in time, we're at a great, a great place for sellers to be finding a large scale opportunity to sort of manage those growth goals. I think the flip side of that is um, while we actually have a large uh, fraction of the web traffic and sort of digital customer base that you might find on quote unquote certain other uh, mm -hmm. digital retailers. Um, the number of sellers we have competing for that mind share, right, is uh, a much smaller fraction. And so what that means is there's a window here where you can essentially get scale and compete less for the scale of that mind share. Mm -hmm. So essentially mm -hmm. share of voice among our sellers right now is comparatively, comparatively much higher. Um, I think also just in terms of Walmart, and I think we've seen this, I think you might have even Bradley participated in some press last week on this that mentioned how the Walmart brick and mortar footprint is increasingly yeah. an asset. Oh, you saw that. You saw that. Um, was that I wasn't CNBC? sure if we were allowed to talk about Look it. Look at yeah. that. You're, do, you're doing homework on me. I, I, I like it. Yeah, I saw it. I was I, like, oh my goodness, it has 200,000 views. No, 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 no. no, no, no. I, like, I'm going to well, retire from the me, podcast. Now I'm famous. <laughs> Let me be generous and say I didn't have to do any homework. It was in my face. Oh, <laughs> you, okay. were, you were everywhere, man. Um, no, like it's just it, it's just like it's so cool to think that we're so close to the customer already. Yeah. You know, 90 yeah. percent of the customers in the U.S. live within 10 miles of a Walmart brick and mortar store. Right. Wow. Um, uh, smarter people than me at, at, at other divisions at Walmart have been thinking for quite a while about how to best leverage that. And so, you know, getting into Walmart marketplace now is not just about how to leverage our doc, our current dot-com business, right? It's also about how do I just start to form a relationship with the Walmart Omni customer, right? Because we do comparatively to any other retailer in the world have greater scale from an Omni capacity, right? Yeah. Not yet number one in, in e-commerce penetration, mm -hmm. but certainly number one in total Omni. So uh, there's an immediate opportunity for greater share of voice on the dot-com. And there is a, what I'll say, mid and long-term opportunity for uh, you know huge sort of closeness to an increasingly large customer who might be a brick and mortar shopper now, but is increasingly going to be a digital or an Omni shopper or really thinking less and less about those distinctions. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. All right, so you know, you've talked about who, you've talked about why, let's talk about the how. So I'm not selling on, on walmart.com currently. What's the steps I need to take to rectify that situation? Sure. You're not personally, are you speaking for the, for no, the I'm, I'm just, it's hypothetical. I, I actually am. Uh, I have two different Walmart <laughs> right, accounts, uh, one for the company and one for my, my other uh, side case study. So I'm already there, but, but like uh, a lot of our listeners, uh, a lot of our listeners are as well, but you know, we yeah. have over a hundred thousand, uh, downloads a month. Uh, I, there's a big portion I think who have not yet applied. And, and so I'm just wondering 
what's the steps now? Because I have uh, the last time I applied was probably like a couple years ago. So it's uh, uh, I'm probably out of the loop here. Yeah. And I'll say, um, first of all, we want you all to apply. <laughs> so please, please come, please come one, come all. Um, and I think that uh, when you do, you know, if you're someone who might have approached the platform even six months ago, um, you'll you'll definitely see some improvements. And as we continue to evolve that and get faster, and uh, I can't talk about the roadmap just yet, but I'll say we're looking into you know simplifying and and reducing friction on that as well. And I think you know we're in that balancing act of where we have to continue to deliver on customer promise and protect the customer. We also have to make it easier for cut for sellers to work with us. And so uh, it's a good time to sort of be part of that, I'll say. Uh, but it's really super simple. I mean, if you're working with a solution provider, I mean, here we are talking to Helium 10, but, you know, there are dozens and dozens, if not hundreds, you know, out there. And we have an increasingly stable of those that are sort of authorized on our platform. Mm-hmm. It's really quick and simple to work with your solution provider, right, to just um, activate an arm uh, Walmart marketplace among the other you know, e-commerce outlets you're already using. And so that is, the, you know, super fast because, you know, they've got the pipes and the API connections in the works already. And it, it's just logistically pretty simple for you to you know, get loaded, get onboarding, get the items set up and, and just start firing. Um, but if you're not working with a solution provider um, or an agency, super simple. I mean, it's, it's marketplace.walmart.com marketplace.walmart.com. Go there um, and you're going to go through a guided setup process that's going to, you know, try to approve you and then uh, talk about a contract and then register and get your items set up um, and then, you know, go through an onboarding process and get to launch. So um, in most cases, we can make that process um, turn around in, in a week or so, sometimes faster. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, that's that's the basic idea is anybody can go to walmart.market, sorry, marketplace.walmart.com. Um, and go through the automated process. Yep. All right, guys. And I remember, you know, the first company I worked at way before my Helium 10 days, when we, and this was just around the time that Walmart Marketplace was opening up. It took, I, I want to say like a good five months to, to get set up. You know, oh, my um, goodness. And, and then we had to do API stuff and, and all this stuff way back in the day. Like, we, we must have been one of the first one of the first ones. So, some you know some people I hear oh, like they're like oh yeah that, that's how it is that's why I don't want to do it guys no this is not the case anymore um I, I've heard of people getting you know approved in, in in as fast as less than a day you know so so it, it can be a day it could be it could be you know seven up to up to a week you know like Matt like Matt said so um we actually have a special link uh, for, uh using the helium 10 URL so so guys you can go to helium 10.com forward slash apply dot walmart or you could use the link that matt uh, gave it it's pretty much the same thing the only difference is if you use the helium 10.com forward slash applied dash walmart and then if you're watching this on youtube later uh, we'll try and throw that link up on the screen but then like we might be able to give some uh you know our customer service might be able to link you with walmart a little bit yeah. better if you run into run into issues so now speaking of of issues that that, that could come up let's say hey uh, i i i've applied you know, whether it was yesterday, whether it was, you know, a couple months ago and was not approved at the time. So do I just go back to the link and reapply or what's the process uh, there? Uh, I would say, no, don't do that because we do have an appeals process in place and we want to make sure that we're focusing that effort on just a single application, right? Single seller application that we don't, you know, sort of get distracted there. So um, you will receive a notification if there are any uh, you know, concerns or or uh, questions about your application. Um, I will say, in some cases, uh, you will receive what's called a hard decline, which is where we just know from a trust and safety or a legal compliance standpoint that the assortment that, that you're they bringing, suck. 
No, okay. Well, no, uh, yeah. that's, not, that's not a legal terminology. <laughs> it, it does not say you suck in the room. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. Um, but again, on the customer promise, there are some spaces yeah. we can go. So for example, I'll just, I'll just rattle a couple off, you know, sure, uh, sure. you know, right now, um, CBD is a category that is, mm-hmm. is not currently greenlit on Walmart marketplace. And I, you know, we're not, we're not unique in that. A, a number of, of e-commerce platforms are not, have not yet unlocked that or have not, not unlocked that. Um, but we're also increasingly um, opening up new categories as we're able to properly vet them with trust and safety and compliance. And so, you know, a couple of examples with that is, um, and depending on who we're talking to, um, live animals, right? So live fish, you know, live insects, things like that. Um, we were not able to take uh, a few months ago, and now we are. Um, the adult novelty. You, you can buy live fish on Walmart.com? You can buy live fish on Walmart.com, my friend. Dang. Um, uh, yeah, adult adult novelty might seem you know obvious mm-hmm. as a category for a, a maybe somewhat you know conservative company historically mm-hmm. to, to sort of steer clear from, but um, you know our customer has great demand um, for that category, and we were able to safely you know vet and unlock that with a, a number of guidelines about what products we can accept. But you know it's no longer sort of a wall or a hard no, and so I'd say yeah. some of those you know. Um, appeals process will be non-starters because you, you might find yourself in a hard decline area. But, you know, increasingly and by and large, um, if you get, um, you know, a decline, um, it, it could be what's called, you know, one that is appealable or a soft decline. And there's a process in place for that, right? And um, you will have access to that in Seller Center, um, also on marketplace.walmart.com. There will be resources guiding you as to how to appeal it. I would just say as a best practice, um, Make sure that you sort of give all the context you can, because yeah. in an appeal, you know, you're essentially you're going to a live human. You know, um, it's probably not a bot, you know, or an AI algorithm that's that's reading. Uh, it's it's a real person, and so um, just to minimize back and forth um, and to provide you know proper consideration for your appeal, be sure to give the whole story, give as much context mm-hmm. as you can. Um, if you're active on other marketplaces or other websites, show us that right. Show us PDFs or links, and and really just. Any relevant documentation that you think we would need, um, really overkill on that um, and just err on the side of too much. And that allow us to properly evaluate, you know, your candidacy. Okay. Now, um, earlier on in the show, you, you mentioned WFS. So like one minute pitch on WFS. What does it stand for? What's the benefits uh, of it? And would you suggest it for everybody or only if they're doing a, a certain number of units per month, et cetera? Dude, I don't know what your airtime is worth. I'll do this in 30 seconds, man. Um, WFS. Walmart Fulfillment Services essentially um, helps us to help you by taking the heavy lifting of fulfillment off of your plate, um, making sure that you can stay in stock because you're going to ship your product to us. We're going to house it in our FCs, right? And we're going to be able to say manage the inventory that way, stay in stock. You're going to show up, right, as as fulfilled and shipped by Walmart, which is going to increase your search rankings and your organic relevancy and your performance, you know, in the rankings. So essentially, you're going to pay a fee for that. But it's going to allow you to stay in stock all the time, make sure that you're never not able to sort of be in that buy box. And it more than pays for itself in terms of the productivity, because we see an average of 50 percent or greater GMV lift on sellers who use Mm. WFS. So I cannot espouse that service um, enough. Is that 30 seconds? Uh, hey, you hit it. You hit it. We actually do something on this show called a 30 second tip. That's we call it the TST. So you might have just given one there. We're going to ask you for another one, maybe at the, at the end here. But um, again, uh, we have a lot of our listeners were maybe they don't sell in Walmart, but they sell in other marketplaces. And one of the things they obsess over, as should any e-commerce, uh, you know, private label brand 
uh, seller is reviews. Like, hey, man, I, I got to get reviews. I got to I got to get that social proof. What's it like on, on Walmart for for sellers? Is it is it, is it easy to get uh, reviews? Um, what, what have you seen? Yeah, I think it's really crucial that we start right with what generates a positive review, and that is an exceptional product with an exceptional offer with except, exceptional customer service, right? And I think you can't really game yourself out of that. Um, so, you know, building block number one is you got to bring it to the customer, right? Um, and so we find that, you know, the folks that are going to do best with reviews and review syndication, which I'll talk about in a moment, is folks who have earned and organically, you know, sort of built great reviews, right? Based on a great product, a great offer on that product and great customer service, which includes includes so many things like shipping and returns and you know everything we all know that that includes. So um, once you've sort of checked that box, um, we have a program called review syndication, which means, and again, I think we're we understand definitely we're getting sellers from all over the e-commerce ecosystem, right? Folks that are really successful DTC. Um, uh, uh, sellers or folks who are really successful in core retailers, right? Or, 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 or. And so those reviews likely live in a lot of different places. And, you know, we want to remove as a barrier your need to basically recreate, right? And rebuild your review base from scratch. So what review syndication does, and it currently is available, um, uh, it's, it, I won't say it's in pilot, but, you know, we, we are increasingly offering it to a larger stable of sellers free, you know, at no cost, which essentially um, will pull in, you know, those reviews from a variety of sources, right? And so just allows us to deliver on customer promise by making them feel good and have high confidence in your, the value, right, of your product, of your offer and your customer service. Um, and it allows you to leverage the hard work that you've done as a seller to produce that and, and you know, earn those bragging rights all over the e-com, you know, um, ecosystem. And so, um, really great program. Um, it's growing like gangbusters. And so, uh, an increasingly large stable of sellers are going to have access to that. Okay, cool. Um, you, you mentioned earlier when you were talking about WFS, about how, you know, it helps with like organic ranking and things like that. So, Hey, you know, that, that was one of my specialties. That's how I actually got into the whole e-commerce space is my specialty was like launches and getting people on, on page one of search results and, and PPC results and things. So, you know, other than, hey, utilizing WFS, what are some strategies? Like, how do I get noticed? How do I get to page, the top of page one for organic results for one of my main keywords? Uh, yeah. what, what are some of these things that you can help us out with? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I would say the best place to start there is the word organic. Right, which is, mm -hmm. and again, keep coming back to customer, but um, you want to be where the customer is, and you want to be working, you know, to get to where the puck, you know, to head towards where the puck is going as well. And so, do you say the, the puck because I'm wearing my my Helium Ten hockey jersey uh, here? <laughs> that is the that is the only hockey reference I am qualified to make, sir. So there we go. Please, All right. please do not take us down that rabbit hole. Uh, <laughs> but yes, I did notice your jersey, um, and I, I feel outdressed. Definitely. Um, <laughs> I'll, so, uh, I'll send you one in the mail. Thank you, my friend. Good. Um, go. So yeah, organic means you are where the customer is. So that basically means if you have a large assortment, you know, you're going to, you're going to plus up and really lean into the part of that assortment that is where the customer is in terms of, you know, trending, which is, uh, you know, who saw COVID tests, for example, being a hot item? Well, you know, suddenly companies with one or two SKUs, you know, 
ratcheted you know way up to the you know, sort of top sales rankings. And so, um, really paying attention to where customer is and where they're going, and using that as a lens on the assortment that you bring and that you plus up and really you know work with our account management team on is going to be critical. Um, I think there is a certain you know sort of cold start issue in, in all of these ecosystems that we're working to close, which is, you know, how do you make sure that even um, assortment that is on trend, right, the customer searching mm-hmm. for gets noticed in the rankings. And so, you know, we're definitely working on, on, on some product solutions for that. But in the meantime, WFS, again, is going to help that immediately. The other tool we have is WMC or Walmart Connect. Um, and this, uh, your audience might not know, and certainly when, when you were first launching on the platform, Bradley, I don't think it was mm-hmm. available because I was at Connect at the time. And I know we weren't working with marketplace sellers, but any marketplace seller today can be purchasing sponsored products from Walmart Connect, right? And you can immediately be running search campaigns um, and working with our automated and API connections, right, on, on the bidded auction to basically, you know, Win, win those um, higher search rankings. And so, um, as I mentioned, we get to work with that team uh, a lot now. And you're going to see more tools from Walmart Connect come, become available to marketplace sellers. So that's what I'd say are the three, right? Okay. One, make sure that you're bringing the most relevant and on-trend items to the platform. So it will naturally be the most organic. Sure. Two, use WFS, right, which will... Um, Increase the customer promise and the and the shipping commitment and delivery promise, right? Which will spike the rankings as well. And then three, definitely consider using Walmart Connect to essentially help to make up some of that difference while you gain that organic search relevancy based on customer behavior. Makes sense? Okay. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. Now, um, I got to admit, I have a little FOMO here. Like I said, I, I run a couple of Walmart uh, accounts and, and case study accounts. And I don't have this on my listing, but I see other Walmart listings. They have this little badge called Pro Seller. So uh, what exactly is that? And how can I get my FOMO away by one day, hopefully qualifying to get that badge? You know, I've been thinking about it as it comes up in, in discussions. And I've sort of started thinking about it as the gold star, you know, in third grade, right? Which is, <laughs> yep, yep. I was I was sitting next to Tara, right? And she got the gold star and I felt, I, ah, why, why is Tara so special, right? And, you know, but what it did is it made me sort of up my game. Um, and I studied Tara <laughs> and sort of what she needed to get the gold star. And then, you know, once in a while I would get the gold star. So I think, look, what it is, is, Walmart saying to really everyone, the seller community and particularly the customer community is like, this is a top seller, right? They've met certain criteria, And so, um, you know, they are the gold star sellers that we think customers should pay even more attention to. And so we're actually going to give them performance boost because they've proven to us that they're just exceptional sellers, right? Um, and then for the customer, you know, it's 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 basically a mark of high confidence because Walmart has essentially vetted these sellers. Yeah. And so it makes everybody feel good. And, you know, how do you get there? Um, you know, it's, it's pretty simple, pretty quantitative. Um, you want to minimize your delivery defect rates to less than 10 percent. You want to okay. minimize your cancellations to less than 2 percent. Um, if you think I'm reading a list, I am. <laughs> um <laughs> You, you Wait, know, this, this is supposed to be the unscripted show. That's in my tagline. That's no, right. Oh, it's okay I've, I've for you. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I've, I've got, you should see the tabs <laughs> on my Chrome here right now. Um, but yeah, you know, the listing quality score is going to be crucial. We call that OLQ um, or online um, listing uh, offer quality, offer listing quality, yeah. OLQ. Um, so you want to keep that at 70%. That's also a unique uh, sales pitch, honestly, and a unique benefit of 
Walmart marketplace is mm-hmm. we let you know how, how well you're doing. We let you know, you know, how, how you're showing up to the customer. Um, and so, uh, you know, th- there is no sort of like m- mystery about, you know, mm-hmm. wh- why am I not getting clicks? Why am I not getting sales? You know, my, my listing looks great to me. You'll know how well your listing looks. And so for a pro seller badge, you're going to want that above 70%. Okay. Um, and you're going to want, um, 60% of your catalog to be on trending items. So again, Back mm. to that question of organic, you're going to mm-hmm. want trending catalog to be above 60%. Um, you want, you're going to want your orders to be over 100 in order count in the last 90 days. Um, okay. You're going to want to make sure that you're protecting customer and that you don't have any trust and safety violations or performance standards violations. Um, and then finally, you just have to have been active on the platform for uh, 60 days, which again is unique for us because in a lot of other platforms, they make you wait 90 days. So essentially, um, as long as you're on the platform in 60 days and you're meeting all these criteria, we want to give you the gold star, right? And that will immediately boost you know, your, your position in the rankings and boost your sales. Okay, cool. Now, one more question here before we get into a, a cool announcement about our, our Sell and Scale Summit. But um, you, you've mentioned a couple of things in the pipeline here, but uh, anything else? I, I know you can't give away uh, everything, but anything else that you are able to say is coming for uh, marketplace sellers in the, in the near future? Oh, you know who you're talking to, Bradley. <laughs> you know how much trouble, how trouble how, excuse me, how much trouble I get in. Uh, <laughs> here's what I'll say. We all know where customer is because um, look, we, we love to talk about customers and consumers as if it's this other thing. It's all us, right? We, are, we're, we all know what boat we're all in now, um, you know, the challenging times that we're in. Walmart's been yeah. very vocal about how we're, you know, where we're focusing to try to um, help customer more given where we are, you know, in the world. Um, so I would say, you know, the best way to, to focus on this is just to know that what we're focusing on is sellers and assortments that can help us deliver on that customer promise, right? And so what that really means is you're going to see us um, coming out with product advances to make the uh, onboarding, right, and item setup. And basically, you know, the whole process it takes to get active as a seller is going to get shorter and it's going to get simpler and we're going to remove a lot of friction, right? Because you can't help us meet our customer promise if you can't get on the platform. Again, if you meet the compliance and trust and safety guidelines and you you have you know, shown us that you are a legitimate actor, one thing you're going to see this year is a lot of our you know, internal systems and the process it takes uh, to be a, a lighter lift, right? I think um, you're also going to start to see um, increasingly um, less of a disparity in um, and a more agnostic approach to what we show customer, right? And as I said, we're not tilting the table, you know, one way or the other. We're not uh, generally prioritizing like 1P over 3P in terms of what the customer sees. We're not um, prioritizing or tilting the table in favor of one marketplace seller versus another. Again, mm-hmm. it's on the marketplace seller to really bring the best offer and made the best offer win the day, right? And what you're going to see is a lot more tools from us to help sellers do exactly that. So I think we're coming from a big, a great place where the visibility, the transparency that we provide sellers, right, in terms of the listing quality, how it's going, is already, already at a comparatively strong you know, point uh, versus the market. We are um, offering greater share of voice in this window where, you know, digital uh, scale is high, but competition with their sellers is relatively low, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think what you're going to find is honestly, we're, we're very receptive and sourcing a lot of feedback 
from sellers, right? I mean, we all have our, you know, AES uh, surveys in our various companies, you know, engagement scores, but um, we have entire teams dedicated to, you know, listening to the voice of the seller and the seller community, right? And so um, you're just going to see acceleration on all fronts this year. And it's not because we're greedy gusses, you know, it's because um, we just have to. I mean, yeah. we owe that to the customer. And I think you're going to find a very receptive partner in Walmart and you're going to see a lot of things come out and that's all I can say. <laughs> all right. Hey, hey, you gave us you gave us a little bit there. So uh yeah. we'll be uh possibly hitting you up for more at this next announcement. So I have been talking about the Sell and Scale Summit for for a couple months here on the show. So I think most of my audience knows what that is. However, what they don't know, what nobody knows because we've never announced this before. Would you like to perhaps make this announcement about what in the world is Walmart's participation in the Sale and Scale Summit? This is breaking news here. You heard it first here on the Serious Sellers podcast. Go ahead. Super excited to announce that Walmart's going to be the title and registration sponsor at Helium 10's sale, uh, Sell and Scale event. Um, super exciting. Uh, you know, sellers are going to have a one-of-a-kind opportunity to engage. They're going to receive in-person support from the Walmart marketplace, from Walmart Connect, and from Walmart Fulfillment uh, team, you know, WFS. And so, yeah, super excited to break that news here. That was the the, the big, uh, one of the big reveals here, guys. So that's huge. You know, so many people, like I said, have all these questions about Walmart. I'm sure we were able to uh, answer most of them, but maybe you have a, a more, you know, localized question that we didn't cover today. Well, you will literally have, you know, representatives from those uh, departments that will be on hand to, to at least uh, hopefully try to answer some of those questions. And that's that's pretty unique, guys. And so uh, we really appreciate that that Walmart can see the, the value in our community enough to, to sponsor this event. That's so awesome. And guys, you need to take advantage of this because you're not going to you can't walk into the Bentonville like we mentioned office and say, hey, guys, you know, I need some help with my uh, setting up my WFS. Uh, I'm not sure how to do this or how do I do this Walmart? <laughs> you can't really knock on the door and do that. But you're going to have uh, that kind of experience here at Sell and Scale. So if you're a first time listener and you don't know what Sell and Scale is, uh, make sure to go to our website. Uh, I have a short link to it. H10.me forward slash S3. H10.me forward slash S3. Make sure to register now. Uh, we've got amazing keynote speakers there like Gary V, uh, Rachel Peterson. Uh, I'll be speaking there. You know, some of your favorites like Kevin King and more. So make sure to come out. We've got Nelly performing. I mean, who, who, if, if you're a kid of the 2000s, <laughs> yeah, Nelly's performing. I want you front row for the, for that. Hopefully, uh, Matt, you and I will be reminiscing about our, 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 our high school or college days there, but guys come out h uh, h10.me forward slash S3. If you want to save a hundred dollars off the registration, you can use my, my code. I think it's uh S3, wait, S3. BS 100. I love my initials, by the way. I love just saying BS. It's just like yes. sticks in people's minds more. So S3BS100, uh, uh, use that code to save $100 off. All right. Now, uh, I teased this in the beginning, but something we always ask our guest is like a 30-second tip. Our so like, you know, somebody wants to have success on Walmart. You've been talking about a lot of strategies that can help them. But is there anything we haven't talked about that, you know, you can say in 30 seconds or a minute or less for somebody to really start off on the right foot with walmart.com? Yeah. What we haven't said that I think is really critical to land the plane on is definitely come onto the platform, but don't be bashful. Okay. And what I mean by that is, you know, you'll only gain as much learnings, you know, as you put skin in the game. And so, you know, regardless of how big your assortment is or what space you're in, really bring it. Take this unique window of opportunity 
where share of voice is high and momentum is strong um, to learn as much as you can about our platform. And I think that literally means like bring your full assortment, bring your best offers, understand it's going to be a little, a little clunky, right. As we build this sculpture, but don't be bashful. Like let us, let us help you scale and and bring everything you can. Awesome. Now, are you personally going to be at at SoundScale? I believe so. I mean, Bradley, okay, well, I, I need you I before I say something in the mail yet, but uh, I, I need you to, to <laughs> pre agree to it before I say what it is. Uh, and you got to trust me on this, but you got to agree to it. You can't go back on it. Can, can I have what? your word that you're going to participate in something that's happening at the show? It's nothing. Gonna, it's nothing too crazy. Okay. <laughs> all right. He said, all right, you guys heard it here. He said, okay. All right. I am personally leading a Zumba fitness dance class on day oh one. Oh my God. <laughs> of it. All right. So you just agreed. All right. Uh, Matt, you are going to be doing some Zumba fitness with us. So, you know, it's going to be Vegas. So, you know, people might not oh, want to wake feels, up in the morning. I feel so, so sorry for anybody who has to witness that. <laughs> <laughs> you guys heard it. Uh, you're going to see Matt from uh, Walmart uh, leading the Zumba fitness class, at least one routine oh with me. Don't worry. It's, it's nothing too hard. If I can do it, I used to be a sumo wrestler if i can do it then uh anybody can but anyways there we go another reason for you guys my friend you're just oh wow another reason for you guys to come to s3 hopefully uh hopefully we don't get that edited out here you can't go back on your word uh now now matt well if you're gonna edit that out i've got one more story about uh, an old man in an old truck who tried to return his siemens uh furniture branded sofa to siemens uh, corporation in new jersey which makes train engines so (laughs) to your earlier question (laughs) about um you know not being able to show up in bentonville and like knock on the door yeah 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 a little a little bit different company uh there all right well well matt thank you so much for coming on it's a real real pleasure and 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 privilege to to have somebody from from walmart come here and then of course again thanks again for uh you know participating in our sell and scale event and i'll be seeing you in september on the zumba stage there thanks for having me great to be here guys thank you so much